you know? Uh oh, I see a yeah. A BC, that would be Barty. Yeah, BC. Yeah. <laughs> there he hey, is. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Been so long, I have no idea how to hook all this stuff back up again. <laughs> and I see. That's you. okay. We have that problem every week still, Barty. Yeah. <laughs> Almost live from across the USA. This is late night. Your hosts tonight are Joel, Barry, Marty, and Michael, the virtual packer. Tonight, Barry cuts the cord. Joel has a bench warrant. Marty is back. And Michael eats another U-Bolt. All that and more on Late Night. Cure! And now, digitally gathering to watch Michael drive to Green Bay, then to Copper Harbor, then to Woodstock, with a super-sized cup of coffee and just two hours of sleep, here's Joel, Barry, Barty, and Michael! Welcome, everybody, to the Late Night QRM show number 232. Anyone? A palindromic wonder! Thank you! <laughs> and the size of the legendary AMC six-cylinder engine used in the Gremlin. Yes, it was. I forgot about that. Uh, from the Mananoc region in southwest New Hampshire, where it's still white on the ground. As a matter of fact, we got more today. I'm Barry J. And from south-central New Hampshire in Studio FU, where, yep, it's snowed here too. This is Joel. And from the uh, Tug Hill Plateau region of central New York, this is Barty. Yes, we still have some fucking snow, too. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. There's an extra name in there. Wait a minute. I was expecting <laughs> to hear Michael, but there was an extra name in there. Welcome back, Barty. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. Thank you guys for the invite. No, you can come anytime, Barty. Anytime. It's kind of like the return of Marshall McLuhan, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spectral wonder. Yes. Spectral wonder. <laughs> okay. And from a hotel room in Green Bay, Wisconsin, explanation to follow later. This is Michael, the roaming virtual youper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The gang is all here. And you know what that means? We gotta find out just what the hell everybody's drinking. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up as I wake up and then we'll drink it once again. Hey! Hey, ah, Michael, you're first. <laughs> so, yes, I'm uh, drinking the, the very exotic hotel coffee uh, here in the room. Uh, mainly because I'm going to have to drive uh, out on the interstate and across town and back about midnight tonight. Uh, so uh, alcohol is a definite no-no right now. Yeah. You know, I bet you can use that stuff to take rust off your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping it will cure my cough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> inhale it, Michael. Inhale it. Literally inhale it. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Oh well, I'm I am having the uh, quite classic and standard Jiminy Coke this tonight this evening. So, uh, old faithful. Yes. Uh, I am having the sour apple teeny, just one. But I decided, you know, with your podcast, you need to have a cup of motivation. At least I do. Especially <laughs> on this show. <laughs> and Barty? And I'm enjoying a Saranac Legacy IPA. Ooh, that sounds good. It's a good beer. Mm, wow, okay. Yeah, brewed locally. Yeah. Well, let's get right into Days of our lives. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Well, I got to tell you that uh, I think the last podcast we did, the last show, we were talking about the impending <laughs> snowmageddon that was going to hit us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is now mm, a week, a little over a week and a half later. And uh, we definitely did get hit fairly, fairly bad. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was hard to tell how much snow, at least here in uh, beautiful downtown Jaffrey, got because it, with the snow came the wind. So in some places there were like five inches of snow, in other places there was over three feet of snow because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. of the drifting and stuff. But all in all, I think it averaged out probably here. We got a little bit. Saying, I'm thinking we got at least two inch or tw- two feet, or maybe two and a half feet. Um, mm. So, but uh, and it was snowball, snowball snow. So it was fun, <laughs> if you know what I mean. The good sticky stuff. Yeah. So, and uh, what did you get up in uh, beautiful Antrim? We got uh, somewhere. The low spot I measured was 20 inches. <laughs> and at the highest, in the highest spot, we had nearly twenty-seven. Wow, yeah, because you're 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 a little further north, so. Mm. But uh, so, a skosh, just a yeah, skosh, just a skosh. <laughs> and of course, we're all talking about this, and then you know the other two guys are going <laughs> twenty-seven inches. That's flurrying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Michael, how much has has Copper Harper gotten this year? I'm saving the most for last. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Barty's got us all beat this year. I think we're at 260. Things slow down quite a bit, but I mean, even now, you get up. Uh, you have to get up on the peninsula now, uh, up on the island. But there's still two feet plus. Uh, there's snowmobiling left and right up by the harbor. Wow. Uh, but we've been getting the warm up. So yeah, there are places where it's really, really, really melted down. Yeah. Uh, when I was up there three, four, I'm losing track. Not this last, not this visit, but the last visit, there was still yeah. six feet of snow on the ground Jeez. for the uh, dog sled race. Wow. Uh, within that week, it went down to about two feet, but then it got cold and snowed again. 
So, you know, it keeps, re- it, winter's not over for us yet. It's, yeah. it's yeah, even known to get uh, a couple of feet in April yet. I think you still got six months of winter to go, right? About that, yeah, yeah isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not August. <laughs> yeah. And Barty, I think you guys, you've got the record this year. Yeah, we had, I think it uh, came to like around 320 by the total, but uh, of course, winter's not done here yet either. Yeah. But yes. uh, it's been warm. We had a rather warm day today. It uh, got above freezing. Wow. You know, and yeah, and uh, <laughs> we've had, we got a little bit of sun in the afternoon. So the snow's been getting beat down. I think we're only down to like a couple of feet on the wow. ground here. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you definitely, I, I guess, yeah, uh, the Tug Hill plateaus and would, would warm up, I think. Faster than being surrounded by the Great Lakes, like, like Copper yes. Harbor. So yeah, we only have we only have one lake to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, Michael, you're next. Okay. Well, um, as most of you know, I've been home a little bit over three, three and a half weeks, I think, this year, and uh, the rest of the time I have uh, been down. Um, by my mom's location, uh, helping with her care and managing situations. But, uh, you know, and the longest, the longest stretch I was down there at one time was five weeks and I was literally coming apart at the seams. I just like, yeah, I need to get home for a few days anyhow. So, and I still have a cough, sorry. Uh, but I got back about uh, midnight on Monday of this week, uh, got everything unloaded, Got to bed about 2 in the morning. Uh, went out on my first ambulance call about noon while I was trying to catch up on things for the actual day job. Uh-huh. Um, but during the week, um, the family truckster developed a problem, uh, which I'll talk about in uh, the Grand Tour. But uh, we got it evaluated, and uh, the shop said, hey, yeah, you can drive it around here, but uh, taking it up to highway speeds is not really a good idea right now until we can get this part changed, which is going to be next week. And the problem with that is, is that my youngest son, Mark, and three of his friends, two of his friends, excuse me, mm-hmm. had been planning on going to a concert in Green Bay for months. Mm-hmm. And my wife actually was all, you know, she didn't want to go see the concert because of the, the, the music, but she was all happy about driving the boys down the Green Bay, got uh, two hotel rooms um, so that we could drive them down here, they could see the concert and come back in a you know, sane manner. The problem is, is the truck is not safe to drive down here this weekend. And my wife, especially in the last couple of years, has gotten severe car sick issues uh, because of, she always was a little car sick and then you had a little balance issues to it. So she can't even drive the shuttlecraft for any distance. Driving it down the Calumet made her very nauseous. So she needs that bumping around and everything to keep her. Well, well she, needs, she needs the height. Oh, the height. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That closely the closer you get to the ground, the worse the motion sickness ah, you get. Ah, okay. So despite the fact that I have to get back in the vehicle at six o'clock on Monday morning and head south, um, I wasn't gonna let the boys weekend get screwed up. So I'm drove them down today to Green Bay so they could go to this concert to see Tech Nine. Hmm. The hip hop scene is not me. Uh, not, not the rapper scene, but it's but Green Bay is about as good a town to see it as any because the the next venue you could see Tech Nine in is in Milwaukee and there's not a Chicago show, so the group's going to come up from Chicago to go to Milwaukee and we said nope, you're not going to that one. Mm-hmm. Green Bay is a pretty friendly environment to see a show like this. 
So, yep. So I'm doing the show from, this is actually the hotel I normally stay at when I'm here for business. I was able to point out the office to uh, Mark for the first time. That's where I work, right across from Lambeau Field. (laughs) (laughs) Home of the former world champions, I know, and they're not currently, but, you know, they'll be back. And uh, then I drive back tomorrow. I'll get back about 5, 6 o'clock at night, repack, and then I hit the road again. So I'm I'm about seven thousand miles for the year so far in the car. Oof. And 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 Michael, I, I, it, when you were talking about the cars, I have to say that uh, you will talk about it in our segment called the Bland Tour. The Bland oh, Tour, yeah. sorry, not Bland Tour. in any way associated with the Grand Tour. <laughs> it, <laughs> I screwed that up. Sorry. I, I, and I get staring right at me at the show notes, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Okay, well, Joel? Yes, well, it's, for those, you know, all seven listeners that we've had heard my extremely dry, extremely boring, and extremely repetitive uh, days of our lives, i.e. messed up back, doctor's appointments, trying to figure out what to do to fix it. Um so I hadn't had a whole lot to talk about between home, go to the doctors, doctors come home, and wash, rinse, repeat. Then a neat little thing came up, just kind of cropped up to keep make life a little more interesting, which consisted of, and for those seven listeners who may remember, when I said uh, my beautiful bride and I uh, get, uh, lit, if you will, to our oldest, here's Goldfinger, use Goldfinger to drive around. Um, you know, get from point A to B, get to work, get to college, uh, to your uh, college courses, and so on and so forth. Um, an interesting thing cropped up. Now, that was on a Sunday when they drove down uh, back down into Massachusetts with Goldfinger. And uh, my daughter was on her way back from picking up her uh, younger sister from, uh, you know, like the, when kids go to the mall or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Lo and behold, was pulled over by a local town that she she was driving through, uh, threw the blues on and pulled her over. So, you know, I don't, no one likes that. I mean, certainly, you know, don't want to hear about something like like that happening to someone you care and love about. But I I didn't know I was sitting here in the same chair, as a matter of fact, watching TV, do-do-do-do-do, and all of a sudden my cell phone rings. And lo and behold, it's my daughter. Hey, Dad, how you doing? I'm like, fine this is about 10 45 at night i said what's up she goes i got pulled over and i'm like what for what what's going on are you all right yeah 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 i'm fine i'm fine but the uh the officer here needs to talk to you i said oh okay yeah sure you know put them on and i'll find out what about what so officer gets on and he says well, hello this is officer so-and-so the xyz town here in Massachusetts, and uh, I pulled over uh, your daughter here because I ran the plates on the, the on this gold Oldsmobile Goldfinger, and it came back as yours, the owner of the car. I said, "Yeah," and he said, uh, "Well, sir, I'm calling you. Uh, wanted to speak to you actually due to the fact that uh, there is a warrant for your arrest." <laughs> and I went, "What?" <laughs> Literally like that in the phone in this guy's huh. ear. Yeah. I went, You gotta be kidding me. This is a joke, right? He said, No, sir, this is no joke, joking matter. There is a warrant for yours. I said, For what? <laughs> I said, Because you know what? As soon as you tell me, we'll both know what the hell it's for. 
anyone what do you have any other what's there other warrants for uh for any other warrants that you've had what are those for i said i don't get warrants i said as a matter of fact i said i work in the defense industry meaning i have security clearance you have yeah. to be squeaky clean to maintain your security clearance a warrant for your arrest cancels out your security clearance yeah. that's why i'm squeaky clean and i said and uh, now on top of that i worked many years back uh, as an auxiliary for one of the towns uh here in new hampshire for the police force yeah so there's two reasons why i yeah. am not the guy to ever and, get and a warrant think for my arrest i don't think they'd let you you know be part of the yeah the, the police, <laughs> police auxiliary if you have yep. a warrant <laughs> they they tip one would think no <laughs> so uh, and i said what in the world is this for so he says well let me look at something here sir because i'm gonna have to ask you some rather odd questions i said uh -huh. you know what let her rip because i'm kind of curious what the hell this is all about and he said is your name joel da, 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 da. and i'm like yes he goes, were you born in blah, blah, blah? I said, yes. Is your social security number? Blah, 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 blah. I said, yes. He goes, uh, and your driver's license number is blah, 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 blah. I said, yeah. So he far, goes, well, none of those questions are weird. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> he, I, well, yeah. Well, aside from where were you born. Yeah. But, I mean, I, so I confirmed all that. He goes, yeah. yeah, this is for you for sure. This is what's in the system. I said, look, I know in the spot system, because there's two systems that run between the state of New Hampshire and the state of Massachusetts is one's called stars and one's mm -hmm. called spots. And I heard the long pause. I said, I told you I worked with the police department. I was on the same computer in the cars here in New Hampshire running <laughs> background checks. He went, Oh, I said, so go back a couple pages if you can in there and find out what in the hell this is all about. So I hear a partner in the background, because obviously my daughter and her sister and da 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 are standing there. And I hear this guy say, Hey, because uh, we hooking these guys up. He goes, no, 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 no. This is his daughter. He's all set. She's all set. And he's talking to me on the phone. And he's sitting in, in the car. And he goes, hey, look this up for me. And so the guy goes back to his car. And he's looking in the, in the, in the star system. Comes back. He went, wait a minute. This warrant was issued in 2006? <laughs> he went, I'm like, and I actually said to him again, What? I said, this is 2017. He said, he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. Oh, no, it's issued in 2012. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was issued in 2012. I said, this is 2017. He goes, and I'm like, dig deeper. So he's digging. He goes, he goes, oh, my God, this is so screwed up. He goes, it's for failure to appear for jury duty <laughs> in the town of, not going to say the name, in uh -huh. 2006. And I went, What? <laughs> He said, oh, my God, this is so screwed up. I'm like, I lived in a town that ends in Berg in Massachusetts way back in 2001, 2002, uh -huh. and part of 2003. And I said, I moved from that town in December of 2003 mm -hmm. to January 2004. I moved to New Hampshire. He went, what? I said, I've never... <laughs> Gone back to live in Massachusetts or that town since then. So let's call it 2004 to make the math easy. <laughs> and I said, and you're telling me the town that ends in Erg issued a warrant for failure to appear for jury duty 
for 2006, March of 2006. But they issued the warrant in 2012, and I've lived in another state since 2004. And he went, wow, this is really odd. I said, you're telling me. I said, so how the hell do I clear this little fiasco up? He said, well, sir, you're going to have to go down to the town ending in Erg to the courts and go to the, uh, count, the court clerk's office to straighten this out. I said, hell no. I said, you know as well as I do working. I said, working the job. The minute I walk in the door and say, hi there, my name's Joel, da 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 da, and I'm here to clear up an issue because you guys have a warrant issued for my arrest. You know what the next sound's going to be? <laughs> click, click, the cuff's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be sitting your sore back in a cell somewhere. For exactly. Until things for, get cleared up. <laughs> for hours and hours and hours until they try to get this cleared up. And, you get, and they're going to process you. And I said, all right, thanks for the heads up. I, I said, I'll take it from here. <laughs> and I said, is, 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 is my daughter fine? Everything's okay with the car? She didn't do anything or drive erratically? Everything's fine? He goes, no, 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 everything's fine. I just ran the plate and it came back. I said, well, I appreciate that very much. And he said, let me put the phone, give the phone back to your daughter. I said, I appreciate that. She's like, Dad, what's going on? I said, I'll get it squared away. It's a serious paperwork screw-up. Issued by a town in the state of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. No surprise there. <laughs> so, so then the, just the officer did get back on, and he said, well, if this was issued in 2012, I said, you want to hear what, officer, and I won't use his name, officer so-and-so, I said, you want to hear the real fun part of this? He goes, well, what's that? I said, I work in Massachusetts. I have worked in Massachusetts all along. Every day I drive from the state of New Hampshire into Massachusetts, and I'm talking 50 miles into Massachusetts, work a 10-hour day, and drive 50 miles to get out of there so I can do the last 25 in New Hampshire. That's every day since 2012. And he said, wow. He goes, so I said, and this is the first I'm hearing this. He goes, you've never been pulled over? And I said, no, I don't drive like a dickhead. That's why I didn't give the cops the reason to pull me over in the first place. And so he said, wow. You're, to show so that I'm, you don't belong in Massachusetts. They don't get you. Boy, oh boy, is that ever a way to sit there and say, please never come back again. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I literally called up the, t the, the town ending in Erg the following day, which was a Monday. I said to the woman over the phone at the, at the court clerk's office, who was very kind. And seemed to be very understanding. But just prior to me making that phone call, I, I'm, you know, naturally in your head, you're th I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm going to lose my clearance. This could be a, a real hassle, blah, blah, blah. I got to try and find out what the hell's going on, so on and so forth. So I jump online and I Google how to clear up a false warrant for bench warrant for your arrest for failure to appear for jury duty in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Not expecting to find an exact answer to that question. I hit enter not only do the towns in the state of massachusetts do this frequent they do it so frequently they have part of their website is dedicated and it came up with that exact same sentence <laughs> and i went holy shit i told my wife i'm like they screw stuff up like this so much with people's lives so frequently it actually has its own dedicated web page what if you've been a warrant up for your arrest for failure to appear in jury duty and you don't, uh, uh, and you don't deserve to have the warrant. I think it's how it was worded, one way, shape, form, or another. And I went, that's just sad.
That is wow. scary sad. So I called up, <laughs> and the woman said, I explained it to her. Hey, how you doing? Da 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 da. Warrant for 2006 failure to appear for jury duty. Uh, and I said, and here comes another odd little quinky dink. I've done jury service seven times. Four <laughs> times when I lived in the state of Massachusetts and three times since I've lived in New Hampshire. So it's not like I, I'm one of those people who tries to get out of it. If you get selected, you get selected. You, you're just uh-huh. doing your civic duty. Uh-huh. And uh, I said, so there's the real irony. I said, but yeah, you guys issued a warrant in 2012 for failure to appear in 2006. I moved out of that state at the tail end of 2003. So you can't really call a New Hampshire resident to do jury duty in the, in the town in the state of Massachusetts. Well, wait a minute. You are a taxpayer down there. Different laws for different states. <laughs> but you do, you know, even though you live in New Hampshire, you do pay no. Massachusetts income tax. Yes, Absolutely, but it's based on the state that you're registered to I vote. Know, I know, I know. I'm just <laughs> because I well, just figure, would... oh, we need some people. We'll just we'll just ping New Hampshire. We'll just we'll ping write New Hampshire, a bunch right. of bench warrants out for people who live in New Hampshire. Yeah, who happen to work <laughs> it's in a new income source? <laughs> Absolutely. It's, I'm, I honest, and and the lady was really nice about it. She's like, "Well, just send us a utility bill," and I'm like, "I appreciate the, the simplistic answer." I said. But I don't have any utility bills from back in 2003 when I moved. See? You know what? I I knew there was a reason why I kept all my bills back to 1984. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And then she said, well... What? I said, wouldn't you need some sort of documentation that goes back proving when I moved out of the state of Massachusetts and out of the town ending in Erg? So you can establish a timeline saying, oh, yeah, well, this guy was clearly out of the state and wasn't even a resident of the state of Massachusetts from 2003, say, January 2004. And she says, well, yeah, that would help. I'm like, great. I'm glad I'm doing your job for you. I'm thinking this. I didn't say it (laughs) because I wanted this to go smooth. I'm like, oh, my God. Luckily for me, as I I sit here and I'm trying to figure it out. I was not going to send them copies of my income tax returns, which has your address yeah, when you no. filed for the IRS. No, yeah. you don't. You don't get to see that. No. I, I'm like, I'm like the, the President Trump. No, you're not seeing my taxes. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, no, you don't have a right to see those. Me, the IRS, and my accountant do. That's it. You know. Um, but what I did say, find out is, I'm like, I've worked in. As I told the officer, I've worked in security, private security and law enforcement since I've been in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And I did so for years. And so I thought, wait a minute. One thing I did say was all my concealed weapons permits from when I lived in New Hampshire, from when I first moved here, all the way to current, which involves an FBI background check to get cleared Mm -hmm. to carry concealed weapons. And I had my old ones going all the way back to 2001. You know, I'm surprised you uh, you you got those concealed Go carry permits with with a bench warrant on the books. <laughs> well, that's it. Oh my God! Well, yeah, you know, apparently, it only shows up in the state of Massachusetts. They don't apparently, even the FBI. The FBI didn't even know because I passed the FBI background check when I got my my latest permit because I was thinking the same thing, and so it, it was. I think it fell in the gap whenever I got because the permits are good for four years. 
So needless to say, I must have fallen in that gap where I had my next one done. No, wait a minute, six seventy. No, no, it clearly wouldn't because I've had I had three of them in my hand. So long short, I scan these all in, and there was this that my resident, my address for my residence, the signature from the chief of police of the towns that I lived in, it references back to a. a um, a record number, which goes references back to the FBI background records when they ran the check on me before I got the, the approval. Yeah, yeah. So I, I scanned them in, I emailed them all down to her. Naturally, I would give them a couple hours. They're you know, not really up to speed on this, but I don't want it to become, you know, forget about it. I got the lady's name. I called back and said, hey, I just emailed you all that. She goes, oh, my God, yeah, this is fine. This will do great. Like, it's like, oh, you forgot to put mushrooms on my pizza. And I'm like, this is a little bit more important to me than it is to you that this gets cleared up. I don't want to, you know, get pulled over for an, uh, a headlight that's out in Massachusetts yep. and end up in the pokey, okay? Exactly. So she says, oh, well, I put the paperwork in and it has to get submitted to the court and go uh, in front of the judge at the bench. And I went, holy shit. And like, she said, that's the only way the warrant gets, uh, the word I was looking for earlier was rescinded. So they retract back and rescind that bench warrant as if it never existed. I said, okay, so how do I get, like, can I get a letter, uh, a piece of paper from somebody, a little note, you know, something that says, yes, this has been taken care of? She said, oh, it takes 24 to 48 hours. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so the whole time, if, if any other officers run the plates on my car, which my daughter was driving, I got to go through the whole conversation all over again. But Lo and behold, I waited, uh, I think I waited two days. And just when I when they opened up that following two days later, I called. I said, hey, uh, my name's Joel Ash. Da, 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 da. They said, what's your, what's your uh, juror number? I said, that's just it. I don't have a juror number. I was never a juror because this warrant issue, because but I didn't live in the state. Looked it up by my social security number and said, oh, yeah, you're all set. <laughs> just like that. It's like saying, you know, I had my tires rotated at the shop and the yeah. mechanic said, you're all set. Yeah. Oh, you're all set. I'm like, can I get something to prove that? Wow. And, and they said, sure. Well, we can get a letter from the court here in the town ending in Erg. Um, but you have to send $10 for the letter. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking serious? You guys screwed up part of my life and my reputation. And I, I did all the legwork to make sure that it got unscrewed up because it wasn't my fault in the first place. And then... For the privilege of that, I get to pay $10 to have a, a notarized letter saying, we fixed our fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and now you got, I me, hate, you, you, you got me nervous now. I got to tell you. I because, hate going into that state. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. I hate it. Well, I got to say, I'm really nervous now because, you know, I've used you multiple times for uh, as a reference References for my for security your... clearance updates. Exactly. <laughs> That's You're okay. screwed now, Barry. No, Barry, you should be all set. The FBI didn't know. Apparently, Commonwealth of yeah. Massachusetts keeps it to themselves. Yeah, I can so. see this. I'm going to go down for my next well-overdue poly, and then they're going to be asking, them, oh, we don't care about you. We want to ask you about this Joel character. That <laughs> this non-showing up you know this? Yeah, how well do you know this Joel guy? <laughs> yeah, well, I've known him for 15 years. Uh... <laughs> well oh before God. 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Are you aware of the fact that he does not like to do jury duty? He's done it seven times. <laughs> 
Oh, oh my god. god! So that is... definitely made my the part of this segment of the show for me. Days yeah. of our lives. I finally had something that was interesting. <laughs> At least I think to talk about. And uh, how many exactly? How many towns in Massachusetts do in in Erg? I don't think there's uh, too many. Most of them, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. there, there's a there's a handful that end oh, in Erg. Okay. There's a handful. Okay. Well, you know, if the shoe. Because I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want anybody from the town of Erg accidentally tripping across this podcast. Oh. Hear me naming them, badmouthing them, and God only knows, maybe they'll put out a, <laughs> a, shoot, to a, kill, a, a shoot to kill order because I talk <laughs> shit about them on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know, it's Massachusetts, so every town that ends in Erg is going to be feeling that way now. They're all going to be looking because they're all now. paranoid. Yeah. Why? Was, I bet good. you he's talking about us. Yeah, well, good chance of trying to find my fat ass down in here again, I'll tell you that. Massachusetts <laughs> <laughs> well, is the state where Alice's restaurant takes place. What? Uh, was uh, it? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Stockbridge, mm-hmm. I think it was. Wow. For some reason, I always thought that that was, you know, supposedly out in Arizona, but I think that comes from the TV show, which was just. Oh, Alice. yeah, you're thinking of Alice's restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Al- Alice's Diner or something like Mel's Diner. That's Mel's, Mel's Diner. diner. Yeah, yes, Alice yeah. worked at Mel's Diner. Okay. Yeah. Well, Joel. Yeah, Arlo Guthrie wrote uh, Alice's Restaurant about an incident that happened in Massachusetts. Maybe that's why I thought it was out west, because it's Arlo Guthrie that wrote <laughs> 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 What's he writing about Massachusetts for? <laughs> well, there you have it. You guys have been podcasting with a rogue juror. Oh, wow. <laughs> a felon. A, a, a bench well, let's, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want our friends at the NSA to get any ideas. Oh, <laughs> uh, they've already been listening. You know they eavesdrop on all this stuff. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. Yeah. They got one guy who's dedicated just to listen to us and dr- go drone on. <laughs> <laughs> well, compared to that, Joel, I've I got nothing. <laughs> I really do. The NSA I mean, is probably already looking up every town in Massachusetts that ends in Erg. Erg, yeah, exactly. <laughs> every one that I drive through. <laughs> I mean, the most exciting. That's okay. They have already heard the pre-show. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They know the town. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that's true. Hmm. Anyway, um, so. The only exciting thing I've done in the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, with the big snowstorm, we were supposed to vote. It's all—it was just local stuff, and yep. uh, that got moved because of, you know, the big, dreaded snowstorm. <laughs> uh, to this past Tuesday, so I went in and I—I I voted. We we voted a new selectman in. And uh, we voted on the school budget. And so there's one thing that I have to wonder, because I've noticed in the past few years this has been happening. You have the school budget, and they explain it. And we want to raise this much amount of money, which is higher than last year's budget, okay? So it's, it's, it's higher, and then at the bottom it tells you, well, this is going to cost you about a dollar per thousand on uh, uh, a value on your house for property taxes, which, you know, <laughs> for me, uh, with the view, uh, 
<laughs> Keep going up. That's an extra 400 bucks a year. Uh, or, or 400? Yeah. Four, yeah, 400 bucks a year. Um, so, um, and, 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 but then they make this little note down below that says, if this, if, 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 if this budget doesn't pass, then they default to the budget. I guess when they create these budgets, they, they do it for several years and they increment them or, mm -hmm. you know, try to guess them for the upcoming years. And, uh, so if this one doesn't pass, then they go with the default budget, which will cost you a buck 25 per thousand. Oh. So I'm like, now, wait a minute, how does this happen? Exactly. Tell me, we got a school budget. It went up. It's going to cost you this much. And I want to vote no, because it's going to cost money. And it proves that they don't know how to manage their money. But if I vote no, it's going to cost me more. So you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Well, I said, can I do that at work? Can I go in to, uh, during PDR season, uh, like, and say, oh, next year, I anticipate that you're going to have to give me a a fifteen percent merit increase, or, or ten, <laughs> or, or, or yeah, fifteen percent merit increase, okay? And they're going to la look at me, and they're going to laugh and everything, and then we're going to come up the ne the next year, and so I'll, I'll come in and I say, good news, you only need to give me five percent. But let me tell you, if you choose not to give me 5%, then you default to the 15%. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. And of course, That's a win-win for you. <laughs> and then of course, when you look at when they talk about it in the papers, when the press gets a hold of it, they will actually write up a story that says, Jaffrey cut their budget, their school budget this year. Because the anticipated budget was supposed to be uh, a buck, I'm just doing it by this, a buck 25 per thousand increase, but instead mm -hmm. they only needed a buck per thousand increase. So, so they actually decreased the budget. No, they both went up. Yeah. <laughs> they were both increases, but because this one was higher, they said that they had a decrease. They had a cut. You know, I... Uh -huh. I, I don't get this. I, I'm, I'm uh, it just the, frustrated me. You know, the new math. It is. It is. It is the new math, and, and, and the new way of doing uh, uh, journalistic reporting. Yeah. So, uh, what a way to skew it. Yeah. So guess what I did? I voted for the school budget. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? <laughs> and uh, oh. and this year it only cost me what? Probably eleven six. In in freaking property taxes, <laughs> because everything else went up too. So, oh, sure it did. Yeah, and I just yeah, it, this this is the frustrating year when when you're all you're doing is do you know voting on local stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> we did have competition for the the keeper of the list. That's oh, the first yeah? time I've ever seen that in the twenty years we've been up here. Yes, there were two people going after one seat for the keeper of the list, of the checklist. And for people who don't know what the keeper of the checklist is, it's the little old ladies who actually keep the voting laws, our voting lists. Mm -hmm. and, and they're the ones that, uh, well, they're the ones that are in charge of maintaining that checklist. And there was actually competition this year. So, yeah. 
Was it as bloodthirsty as the presidential elections? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, there were some nasty na nasty uh, signs, and I saw a couple nasty commercials. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Janice wears orth or 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 orthopedic shoes. Don't vote for her. <laughs> Undocumented Democrats. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, that, other than that, and I'll get into my other stuff that was actually interesting to me in uh, Geek Corner and Entertainment last month. So other than that, that's all I've done. So Michael, you're next. Okay. So uh, the next item on the list, as I said, I got back uh, really late Monday night and got to bed about uh, uh, two-ish Tuesday morning. In time to wake up at five-ish Tuesday morning to help mm -hmm. get Mark up and going and onto the bus. Because, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and if I remember right, I think Chris was working really late at the office. No, yeah, she did. She worked till like three in the morning at the uh, township office Monday night, catching up in paperwork. So we were both at our best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> getting Mark ready for, for school in the morning. And, uh, um, so, you know, got him at the last minute, which is the way he's just in time, almost just in time, uh, <laughs> almost <laughs> into the Jeep, <clears throat> sorry, down to the end of the driveway and out to the school bus. And then I back up, drive around, drive out onto the highway and then back down the driveway, back to the house. So during the course of the day, Tuesday's, uh, um, the day that, Chris's postmistress in the, in the harbor there. And we're both in and out of the driveway and doing our stuff and doing, doing chores and stuff. And a little bit after lunch, uh, Chris asked me to bring something to the post office. I said, yeah, no problem. And I don't remember what it was now. I think it probably had something to do with lunch or something. And I pull up to the end of the driveway, just about to get on the road, and I see something black in the snow. And I stop and I went, what? Because it, it, it's you know it's it's all white it's snow you know mm -hmm. in the snow, and I get out, and it's Mark's iPhone Seven Plus. No, face no. In snow. <laughs> and it's a black case, so the sun had heated it and it had melted its way down into the snow. Oh man! <laughs> you're lucky you oh, found it. Oh, you did. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> and and. Yeah. It was smack dab in the middle of a tire track from the truck. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> now, what I don't know is yeah. if the tire track was there first oh. <laughs> or, or it melted into the snow and the tire track happened after it. But in either <laughs> case, it was down below the snow and it, uh. you know, it's sunny now, so it's melting the snow around it. I pull it out. Very careful to make sure the speakers are facing down. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dry it off with my shirt, flip it over, cross my fingers, and I hit the home button, and it lights up. Well, it's supposed to be waterproof, right? Yeah, well, water resistant. Yeah, I don't know about you know down in the snow, and uh, of course he's gone to school. We've got no way to reach him now because this is yeah. his phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's not. <clears throat> excuse me. Hang on a second. Okay. Oh, she's using the cough button. Okay. Now I hit the cough. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
anyhow, um, so he's not checking his school email on his iPad. So he just thinks he's left it in the Jeep. I've got things to do. Oh, yeah, that's when I had the, I had the ambulance call. So I'm gone. He comes back. He's searching for the Jeep. And it's about the time that Chris gets home from the post office. And she goes, what you doing? He goes, well, I'm looking for my phone. It must have dropped somewhere in the Jeep. And she goes, oh, no, it didn't. I got news for you. Whether it was a case of being in the snow that long, because it wasn't, it was a good seven hours out there in the snow uh, um, before I found it, not closer to eight. Uh, Or if it actually did get run over. But at one point, um, Mark put it in photo mode to take a photo. And down near the home button, there actually is a little bit of illumination and kind of a smudged area where, is, where the pixels are not turning off entirely anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I don't know if water got in there and damaged something or if water got in there and it hasn't worked its way out yet. Or if it got, it could have very well gotten run over and the snow might have saved it. Uh, that yeah. Said it. Yeah. <laughs> But it wasn't, it wasn't the shuttlecraft that ran it over. It, that track was definitely from the truck. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of weight. Yeah. <laughs> so I told him to keep an eye on it. It's still working. He, he says, you know, unless it's completely black screen, you almost can't even, you have to look for it. So I said, well, you know, there's a reason why we have insurance on your phone. But uh, that being said, it gives, you, you know, if it's water, it may be circuitry. It may not be the display. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not going to even try to do a display replacement on it. Um, insurance, I think it's $200 outright to just replace the phone if we need to, but there's, is everything's functioning right now. So we'll keep our fingers crossed and I'll let you know how it proceeds from there. But yeah. I must say, uh, w- whatever the case was, it did survive pretty well out there. Wow. Fantastic. Jeez. Yeah, it's good to have waterproof phones now, or at least water-resistant Buttery, phones. Yeah. But but those those phones supposedly the seven you 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 used to be able to. It's supposed to I don't know if you drop it into like ten feet of water or five feet of water, it's supposed to be okay. So for for a half hour. Well, then again, yeah, you were out there for eight hours, so <laughs> I don't think you mentioned anything about driving over top of it with a one well, diesel truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that part of the ad when I was watching the <laughs> Apple thing about the iPhone 7. <laughs> Look, you can take this Dodge Ram and do burnouts on it. It's fine. Like the old Timex commercial, you know? Oh, God, That's yeah. right, yeah. It takes mm-hmm. a Put this Timex on watch on the track of this bulldozer. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, that's a good segue into Geek's Corner. And welcome to Geek's Corner, where we talk about geeky, nerdy stuff, mostly mostly software and hardware and gadgets. So uh, I'll start before off. Get, What's before that? you get started, i yeah. got to be going. You know, okay, Barty. Okay, Barty. Hey, well, yes. it's good to have you on board again. Yeah, it's and, good talking with you guys, yeah, especially and, the pre-show. And, it's uh, been great, Barty. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, don't don't be a stranger. I know we talk to you on um, on Vox all the time, Voxer all the time, but uh, 
Yeah, come on, join us every once in a while. It doesn't have to be every every show. But join us, please. <laughs> All right, man. Okay. Awesome. Good talking with you guys. Yeah. I love you Good guys. Good talking to you, brother. Love you guys. Or love you back. So. <laughs> I love you guys back. I love you guys too, man. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Oh, don't make me yeah, play it. Don't yeah, the make me. Yeah, anonymous is going. <laughs> I can't find it. Where the hell did it go? Oh, you're lucky. I'm going quick before it starts. Oh, where did it go? Oh, I lost it. I can't find it. it is it in the Snow Wanderer's truck? I, I don't know. He's gone. He's gone and I didn't get to play it. Because I can't. There it is. Oh, Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess I'm first up, and I got to tell you, I followed Mike's. uh, uh, Followed Mike, and Mike was the first cord cutter. And I have, well, okay. I got to say, I have uh, virtually cut the cord. And what I mean by that is I'm running in parallel right now for a couple of days. But I have cut the cord, and I will soon be making that regretful call that I'm going to have to make to Dish and tell them that I want to cancel service because I know that's it's not going to be pleasant, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have uh, lots... Lots of uh, replacement pieces and parts to talk about, but let's first hear about how Michael's cord cutting is going. Michael's cord cutting is going. Did he just cut the cord? <laughs> I think he lost Michael. Okay, how about now? Oh. <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, yeah, it's, I thought that when you muted it, it used to glow red when it was muted. But uh, no, whatever. Oh, okay. I hit the cough button and forgot to uncough it. Oh, okay. I forgot to cough it up. So, um, <laughs> anyhow, yeah, we we cut the cord uh, probably a month ago now, maybe even longer. I'm losing track of time. But uh, between that and the landline, it's about two hundred dollars a month for saving. Wow! Wow! Nice. A little, little bit of confusion from Directv since I've been with them for twenty years on which equipment actually had to be returned. But oh. uh, I did finally uh, get that settled with them. At least I haven't gotten any bills from them yet on equipment. So. <laughs> yeah. They don't. They don't ask you to climb up on the roof and get the LNB anymore, which no. is no. smart. Um, yeah. I mean, once you get aimed and everything, if you ever want to get them back, right. don't ask them to take the dish down or at least the LNB well, out. Uh, let me tell you from experience, uh, they won't, and they won't come and take it down, no matter where they put it on your roof. Uh, oh, they used, they used to actually. Have <laughs> Take the L and B out and send it back with the receiver. Yeah, well, um, I can guarantee you they're not going to send anybody out to do that. They expect you to climb your own roof, no matter how impossible a place they put the antenna <laughs> with ladders that I don't own. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, Anyhow, has so, Darth Vader nope. joined us, by the way, on the? Uh... Yeah, I, I, I hear something. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard that? that? Damn it. Oh, I forgot to hit the damn mute button. Okay, well, here. Thank you. It's all right, Joe. We know. It's legal in New Hampshire now. Vaping. Vaping. (laughs) 
Okay, so, go ahead, yeah. Michael. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, between uh, between the uh, Amazon Plus and the Apple TV that we've got, mm-hmm. and the Netflix on like every single appliance we've got, probably including our refrigerator, um, we've been getting along just fine so far. Uh, we're still evaluating what to jump to, so I'm kind of curious to see how PlayStation View goes for you when you. Uh, I'm sorry, I just. Screwed that up, didn't oh, I? That's fine. I've um, talked about it in the past, so that's that's yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, we're looking at the other services, but right now we're getting everything we want with what we got already. So when the time comes, we'll we'll add more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can I talk. Oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Uh, I, I thought you were. I was going to yeah. say. I, well, going into um, and and Michael mentioned it. Uh, what I settled on for the cable replacement was uh, PlayStation View. And, and the way that came about was really nothing to have to do with me because I could have used Sling, uh, PlayStation View, uh, DirecTV Now. Any of those would fulfill my needs with no problems. But my wife, oh, she has certain needs and she required certain things. Uh, and, and this is in this order. TCM... NFL Channel mm-hmm. and Fox News. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you look at all the different services we currently have. The only mm-hmm. one that met that those needs is PlayStation View. Now, my only concern about that was that PlayStation View also puts some of the local Boston stations on it as part of it. They put... Uh, okay. Channel 4 in Boston and uh, the NBC Boston uh, are both on PlayStation View. So, because they are, uh, what do you want to say? Um, you have to be in that in that mark, marketing, uh, what do you call it? Viewership. Viewership, yeah. We had, yeah, district or whatever they call it. Um, they have to check to make sure you're there. Plus... Um, they have a rule that says you can only use one account in one household because they don't want people getting a PlayStation View account and letting their kids or letting somebody else also use the 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 uh, the, the service. Uh, right. So um, so they check uh, they check your ISP provided um, uh, um, internet. Uh, mm-hmm. address address ip address okay and um of course 99.9 maybe maybe 99.5 percent of people that have an isp have a dynamic address ip address which yeah. basically you don't have a static address they don't assign you an address and that's your address and you, you shall never it shall never change no a dynamic you know they they all use uh uh, what is it, DHCP, or, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, is that the right? Yeah, <laughs> and, I have the right acronym. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and uh, you know the the Jiminy Coke's kicking in. That's why, I, and 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 so <laughs> it doesn't change that often. But whenever um, you reboot your modem, in my case for DSL, I'll get a new address. 
Uh, yep. Whenever you have a power failure, you'll get a new address. Anytime you lose the connection and you connect back up to your ISP, you're not going to get the same address. And I think after a while, they will change out because there's there's a schedule that uh, they eventually will tra- change them out. So I was concerned about that because, well, mine changes quite a bit. <laughs> Here. Mm-hmm. And I've, I was reading about nightmares where people were saying, oh, so the IP address changes and you bring up PlayStation View and it said, sorry, you changed location. We can't, uh, uh, you, you need to call us to, to reconnect. And they only allow that to happen two or three times. And after that, um, they'll, they'll say, well, you can't use our service because we think you're cheating us. Okay. So that mm-hmm. that had me a little worried. And I'm like, they got to do something about that because you know, there's a lot of competition out there now. And PlayStation View, you're going to take that attitude with an archa- archaic way of trying to tell where a person's location is like that. Uh, you're going to lose, and you're going to lose big because people won't stand for that. Well, I said, okay, well, PlayStation View, finally I, I bit the bullet because they had, you can get it for free for a week. Sign up for it for a week and get it for free. I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to see how it works. And I'm going to do tests throughout this week to see what happens. Um, so mm-hmm. we got the service. We really like the service. The picture quality is great. Um, it's it's quick. Um, has everything we want on it. Uh, the only thing going through the Roku boxes is they don't have the great schedule that other, mm-hmm. uh, uh, other like if you have PlayStation or... Uh, uh, an Amazon Fire or uh, pretty much anything but Roku. Um, they right. actually have a good schedule. They have a schedule on Roku, but it's it's not that great and only goes out four hours, which is probably okay. But um, so the first thing I did was well, the first thing I had to do was I you know I have two IP address ISP. Uh, I have two. Sorry, <laughs> services, two lines coming into the house and I have a load balancer. So not guaranteed that you're always going to go out on the same line, depending on what the load is at the time and what the load balancer decides to put you. Uh, but mm-hmm. you can override that inside the load balancer. So the first thing I did was override it so that all the Roku boxes use one line out and only one line out. And mm-hmm. So and that worked out fine. So then I said, okay, now here's the test. So I went into that particular DSL modem, and uh, I started disconnecting and reconnecting. And lo and behold, I get a new address. And then I try to go in, and PlayStation View was fine with that. And so I did it like a total of seven times. And mm-hmm. and sometimes I was actually in on a channel in PlayStation. And um, I, 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 would guilt, I would disconnect it. I'd wait until the buffer actually ran out and it said it didn't have a connection. And I'd reconnect and my programming would start right up without any problem whatsoever. So I said, well, hmm. Meanwhile, I was looking at these addresses, these new addresses I was getting. And I was doing IP checks on them in the internet to see where it thinks they're geolocated. And I don't know mm-hmm. whether this is something Fairpoint does. I don't know how this works, but usually if you type in an IP address, you can get who owns the IP address and what town it's registered in. Well, right. with uh, it was coming up with uh, Failpoint as the owner, mm-hmm. uh, but I was getting registered 
towns like Jeffrey, Ringe, Peterborough, Burlington, Vermont, Manchester. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting all these things. I said, well, that fills the needs as long as Jeffrey's on there. No matter what IP address they give me in that cluster, mm-hmm. it's it's a local one. So actually, maybe Fairpoint did good by me this time by right. doing that. Because I have not had an issue one bit. And like I said, I tried it seven or eight times, got new IP addresses every time. Not once did I get the, the uh, screen that said, you know, oh, we think you changed your location. Mm-hmm. So well, that's good. Yeah. So so with that under my belt, I said, okay, now it's the time to come, and I'm going to put these together because it's one story. Um, uh, now's the time to go out and purchase that Tableau box. And uh, if you remember, I've talked about it a few times in the past. One is Tableau is a box that has four TV tuners in it. Um, you plug your antenna into it. The mm-hmm. output, it goes to either, wi- it's got built-in Wi-Fi, so it'll either go out Wi-Fi, or you can plug it into your network, which is, I plugged it into the network. Um, and the output is, uh, it streams um, uh, out your, your local network in your home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and it also takes an external hard drive that you plug into it, and then it makes it a DVR for those stations. Oh, okay. So, um and and then uh, the way you get it on your TV sets is all the different apps like Apple TV, um, uh, Roku, uh, Fire Stick, Fire, you know, app, uh, Amazon Fire. All those things have an app. They have an app for all those called Tableau. And you bring up Tableau, and it gives you a whole list menu and all the channels, and you just click on it, and boom, the TV show comes up. So, uh, so I went on Tableau just to make sure. You know, everything's still the same because I hadn't been on for a while. See if they came out with a new version or something. They hadn't. Everything was the same. And I was going to hit the button for the four tuner one. And then I noticed down below it said uh, they had refurbished ones. Uh And and the refurbished one was $100 less than the brand new one. And I said, well, hell. I said, a lot of times the refurbished ones are... Better checked out, better tested, because, well, they were refurbished, and then they put them through a series of tests before they're going to put them out there. And Mm -hmm. uh, the warranty was pretty much the same. And I said, even if it's got a couple scratches on it, it's going to be sitting up here in the QRM studios, you know, on a shelf. Nobody's going to see the damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) I said, yeah, let me save a hundred bucks. Of course... Then I found out they were sending it via United States Post Office. I said, oh. I'll have some extra scratches on it now. Well, I'm going to see it probably three weeks from now. But surprisingly, I ordered it Tuesday, and it arrived here on Friday. Oh, wow. Isn't it today priority? Yes. So I, I, I got it all set up, all plugged in. Works like a charm. The only thing I can say... And and I, I don't think there's anything they can do about this. Is uh, when you select a, a, a TV channel, uh, there is a bit of a buffering delay because well, you picked a channel. Now it's going to go and assign that to one of the four tuners, and then it's going to buffer, of course, that uh, that station. So that takes a little bit of time, and then it comes out to the Roku, and it buffers a little bit longer. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> now right. the Roku has to buffer. So there's a little bit of a pregnant pause when you go on to a channel uh, for the first time. Now, if somebody else is watching a channel and I happen to pick that channel also to watch and it's already on a tuner and been buffered, well, it comes on instantly. But, gotcha. you know, I can live with that because now I'm getting all the local stuff off the air. And uh, and it's working fabulously. And uh, you know, I've got the a hard drive, external hard drive on it, so now I can record those shows that I want to watch, you know, save and and watch mm-hmm. them at a different time. Plus, it gives me the advantage of pausing a TV show and then coming back and putting it on, or going back to the beginning, and you know, all the things you can do with a DVR. Right. You can do with this. So so the local channels are covered. The Cable channels are covered. I'm a happy pup with so so with those two things with Hulu, with my Plex server for the ma- connected to the Magic Antenna. Uh, I got Netflix. I got Amazon. I got uh, I got HBO Now, which I can turn off, and all these things I can turn off and on anytime I want if I don't want to listen to them for a month or two, and then sign back up for them and with no problems. So uh, I'm. I'm getting everything I want, minus all the crap. <laughs> and uh, well, that, you know, that's great. And the PlayStation View package I bought, uh, I got was forty-four dollars, uh, and mm-hmm. that's not the cheapest one. So I got the forty-four dollar one, and uh, my dish currently is a hundred and twelve dollars for pretty much the same thing. But with all the crap channels. Wow! So, so I'm going to make a significant savings on television, and I am right now pretty happy. I think uh, come Monday I will be making the call to Dish and telling them, "Turn it off. Send me the boxes. I'm sending your stuff back to you." Because we're uh, and Emery's had no problems with it at all. She's quite happy with it. The quality is excellent. So, so that's my story. That's and for for Geek Corner and cutting cutting the cord. So, with that, we'll go to Michael with uh, some Verizon news. Yeah. So, part two of the cord cutting, uh, we've decided to. What we've done is we put the phone essentially the same thing. We put the phone in vacation hold, which uh, is a six month turning off of the landline. Okay. Uh, so, go ahead and test these things, and we're coming into even though theoretically it's spring. So we get the warm, cold, warm, cold, worst conditions for microwave. Mm-hmm. So this is typically the time of year where our internet connectivity is not as good. And uh, one of the things we're testing here is the Verizon Wi-Fi connectivity, since we don't have any consistent cell connectivity at all at the house. One thing I've noticed about the Verizon Wi-Fi, and it's it, we were thinking it was just something with Mikey net slash pasty net at the home. But I'm seeing the same thing everywhere I go, even in, in Illinois at AT&T U-verse. And that is, um, I come into a location. Sometimes I literally have to shut off the, put the phone in airplane mode and then bring it back out again for <clears throat> the Wi-Fi part of the Verizon connectivity to come up. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Wi-Fi connection comes up, everything else is there, but it doesn't go into Verizon Wi-Fi unless I toggle it sometimes. And we see the same thing at the house. Um, 
for the most part, uh, the audio is as good, if not better, than the normal cell phone call. Mm-hmm. The one big drawback, and we now that we know about it, we just compensate for it. You do I mean, messaging works, iMessage, SMS, everything works except voicemail will not come through until you connect to us tower again. Oh, really? Huh. Voicemail, at least by us on Verizon Wi-Fi, is not coming through on the Wi-Fi side. So people, if they try to contact me and I'm in a spot that I don't get Wi-Fi connectivity and they leave a message, I may not get that message until the next time I put it in regular air mode and or regular cell mode because I don't leave it in cell phone mode in the harbor. It just draws, you know, it, yeah, it it's pinging for a tower. Yeah, it's pinging for a tower that's not there. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I got to remember to turn it on. In my living room, I get cell, cell tower co- coverage about 10% of the time mm-hmm. out of the hour. So if I just set it up on the windowsill, turn it on for five minutes, if there's any voicemail messages sitting in the box, then they'll download and they'll be there. Hmm. But otherwise, um, for the $50 a month that it's saving us. Now, in our case, I, I will say, remember, we're out in the middle of nowhere. We're out in the woods. Um, but I have a second paramedic radio sitting there. So worst comes to worst, we've got two things. There's a 2-meter 440 amateur radio transceiver. Mm-hmm. And there's a paramedic radio sitting there. So if we had a 911 situation, anything goes. Yeah. Uh, if we can't get through on the Verizon Wi-Fi, we have a way of making contact for 911. So that's something you really need to take into account if you're going to cut that. Yeah. Exactly. I'm happy with it. And as I said, between that and the uh, direct TV uh, shutdown after 20 years, it's 200 bucks a month. And right now that makes a big difference to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, and how much of a, how much, how long did you have to stay on the phone with DirecTV before they would actually oh, turn it off? <laughs> Are you sure there isn't anything we can do to offer you? I, yeah, I'm sure. You've been a customer for 20 years. Yeah, I know. And you keep raising the bill. As a matter of fact, we just cut down a package a week ago, and two days later, you sent us a bill with an increased price on it. I said, no, I'm done. I said, you know, I'll just... We're done. Bye. (laughs) They don't get it. I mean, they don't get it. You know, I know when I when I'm going to go talk to Dish, I'm going to say, "Well, we could offer you this and get you down to forty-four dollars." And I'm going to say, "Yeah, do I have to sign up for a two-year contract?" Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have to with what I've currently got. Uh, Will Will that price uh, stay oh forever? Mm-hmm. Well, no, it'll, it's only good for six months. Yeah, and then I have to come and beg to you, beg for you again, right? Or or sit here and argue with you. I'm tired of that, you know? I'm just tired of that. People don't want to do that. Right. So just give me a service, and, and you know, if I, if I don't like the service, I can turn it off and go to another service. And believe me, mm-hmm. with these streaming services, there's a lot of them out there. So I have a feeling there's going to be some competition and i don't think the prices are going to be jumping anytime real quick on these with all the competition so yeah competition is good until until the isps get the idea that uh oh you know what would be good we're gonna put a cap on you yeah and uh anything past uh, oh say 20 gigs then you're gonna have to pay more i'm waiting for that that's going to be the, the next shoe to drop because uh yeah the unlimited data will, will go away even on ISPs. Because they got to make their money somehow, right? <laughs> anyway, I don't want to depress everybody. 
Ah, uh, too late. Too late. Just, I'm depressed. That just cut the cord because I just I think about these things as I'm doing it. You know, it's gonna be good for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know, enjoy it while it lasts. That's what I say. So, John. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to jump on uh, Michael's bandwagon here with regards to the Verizon Wi-Fi evaluation that you did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hopefully my mic's not scratching against my shirt too much here. Yeah, but, um, oh, sorry about that. I, I don't, I don't, I, I actually put my reading glasses on. I'm, I'm trying to do the, the custom uh, I ear earphones for uh, uh for the iPhone oh, the Over Michael the, the Michael uh, the, the Michael glasses arm trick, but yeah. I ain't figured it out yet. So, uh, <laughs> that, that, but to, uh, circling back around, um, yeah, I basically, uh, I guys remember me talking about where I had the iPhone SE, and that phone is lightning fast. Mm-hmm. But as far as I'm concerned, now the world's dinkiest little screen i can't believe i used to watch videos on it um but i uh decided to pull the trigger bought a used iphone 6 not s but just a 6 uh i i really just wasn't in a position to spring for the extra 100 bucks for the s Mm -hmm. it's a refurbished phone but the reason why i went with a 6 is because i needed memory size and barry and michael you are ever so right i'm like screw this i went with 128 gig yep and 16 much gig- as you can. yep <laughs> yeah exactly 16 gig does not cut it anymore and that at the sc was a 16 gig which means it was lightning fast for three apps because that's about all you could put on it in some pictures uh for me because i mean i got 4530 pictures 400 contacts uh, 171 videos it just couldn't, there's just no room for it all. Mm-hmm. So the six is here, and in going with the six, when I was deliberating, and trust me, I mean, you guys know, but anybody who knows me, I will drill down and drill down and drill down in research, weighing pros versus cons. I'm actually doing flow charts. I'm making, you know, the what I call cross sheets, pros versus cons, mm-hmm. and whether or not I wanted to get off of U.S. Cellular. And switch to Verizon. Mm-hmm. And Michael, it was you when we spoke, and then as well, obviously Barry, with the idea of, hey, you can use Verizon over Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So I drilled down into their pages and went to the blogs. I was reading people's responses, their likes, their dislikes, uh, the results with it, and so on and so forth. Because sitting in the living room with U.S. Cellular, I had... One bar, and we're not talking one bar LTE. We're talking one bar of what, 2G? Oh, God. <laughs> and if I move yeah. to a different part of the house, I might get two bars. Yeah. And so it was not uncommon to be talking on the phone with someone, and boom, it just dropped right out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, this this is it's driving me crazy. So when I bought my phone, I purposely specifically called out and said this is a verizon iphone 6 which the verizon iphone 6 comes unlocked it'll do cdma or gsm mm-hmm. the other is not true in the reverse so if i were to buy an iphone 6 that was from us cellular mm-hmm. it the radios are not activated to work on the ones that verizon uses uh per se right the verizon one will work on anybody's mm-hmm 
And uh, so, you know, LTE is a different radio system, which I, as after talking to the guy, well, U.S. Cellular, he's like, well, you're going to get lousy reception with that Verizon phone in, in Peterborough and in Jaffrey because you're not going to be able to have any talk, just text and this. I said, of course I'll have talk. Uh, no, the L- he's like, exactly. <laughs> he said, well, LTD, uh, the LTE service doesn't carry over the voice and everything in those two towns. I'm like, bullshit. I said, my best friend has a Verizon there yeah. in Jaffrey. Yeah. I said, I'm in Peterborough right now at the Verizon store looking at the, the sales uh, customer service rep's personal Verizon iPhone, and it has, it works just fine. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You got bad information there, Chief. The reason why I had to talk to the U.S. Cellular guys, when I went to uh, the Verizon store, I originally thought, well, I'll just turn it on on U.S. Cellular. Then maybe I'll make the decision later. Well, when I said, yeah, I want to activate this phone, flip the SIM chip over, blah, 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 blah. He came back and said, yeah, we may not be able to activate it. I said, it's, a, it's an iPhone 6. It's got everything unlocked for CDMA and GSM. Well, U.S. Cellular does have a special CD, CDMA, uh, uh, what do you call it, because it bounces. They piggyback on Sprint. Okay. I found out they piggyback on really? Sprint, and they piggyback on Verizon's towers, Okay, both. Yeah. But the internal programming of the phone favors Sprint's piggyback mm. more than Verizon's. Yeah. Which and I said, sucks Are you serious? <laughs> oh, exactly. I said, that's bullshit. And I'm like, I don't, and the guy's like, well, we could probably try to do this. I said, you know what? Thanks very much. Never mind. I'm good. Talk to you later. Okay, fine. Got in there. We drove down, went straight to the Verizon store. I drove right past the U.S. cellular store, went right <laughs> to the Verizon store in Peterborough. I said, took out my iPhone SE. I said, I want this number on this U.S. cellular iPhone SE on the six. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you need to do. Make it happen. And uh, they're like, okay, sure. And and the girl, Bali, she was awesome. She's hooking it, trying to port, port the number over. One thing you got to do to to move that number is you have to have the old account number that mm-hmm. you had with your old carrier, the complete account number. And that forwards over to your new Verizon one. She's like, do you have that? I'm like, no. I said, but picked up the phone. I called the U.S. cellular store from the Verizon store. <laughs> And I said, hey, this is Joel. I just spoke to so-and-so over there. Oh, yeah, sure. I said, hey, could you give me my account number, please, off the screen? Blah, 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 blah. Rattles it off. I said, thanks, an awful lot. He goes, well, out of curiosity, why? Uh, he says, you know, my, Mr. Ash, did you need the account number? I said, because I'm having my number ported over to Verizon. Thanks, click. <laughs> 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 yeah. And uh, sure enough, ported the number over and... My God, does that Wi-Fi, the Verizon, the calls over Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. I mean, it's crystal clear. Yeah. I don't lose a call. Nothing crackles. They don't drop. The kicker is, is and, you don't even know when you're on Wi-Fi. It doesn't even well, tell you. Well, my yeah. phone, it does on the top. Does right? it? it says VZ, yeah, it says VZW Wi-Fi. Really? At the top. Yes, it does. Yeah, mine doesn't. Yeah, mine, mine does, too. Yeah, the iPhone, it'll tell you when you're on Wi-Fi versus cell tower. When I'm on cell tower, it'll say LTE or it'll say 3G if you're in a real bad area. Mine says VZW Wi-Fi, Y hyphen Fi, right at the top left side of the screen. And it'll say it on the AT&T phones, too. It does? Except it doesn't say Verizon, but it does say Wi-Fi. 
Mine, okay. mine just says 4G LTE. Uh, maybe you need and to I switch back to Apple. <laughs> well, I mean, I get perfect. I get perfect audio. Yeah, exactly. You're, 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 I might you're, be. You're, I might be. I might be close. Close enough with three bars that, uh, because you know, before you know, on AT and T, I got if I was lucky one bar. Yeah, and I get oh, at, yeah. least, at least three bars, and I'm on the bad side of the house right now. <laughs> and, right, uh, and then, with three bars, know, so maybe it just this, goes out to the network. If it can. Right, and the Galaxy Seven Edge has that feature as well. Oh, I know. I it looked does. it up yeah. on YouTube. You just turn on the Wi-Fi calling, and it's right there. Yeah, I've got but, it turned on. Yeah, so you, it's. I love it, guys. Yeah. I can't tell you how much I love it. Now, the thing was, is I went and went into it like, well, you guys know, I'm a skeptic. I mm-hmm. I always look for the other shoe to drop. I'm trying to look for what you're not trying to tell me, mm-hmm. not what you're telling me. And if all the boxes checked out in my mind, then I'm like, okay, then uh, let's take Debbie's phone and do the same thing. Now, her SE, I went on Verizon's website, plugged in the numbers, bang, completely compatible Hmm. with Verizon. Really? So I'm like, yep, absolutely. So I'm like, cool, then we can get hers done. And then eventually, whenever I see my son again, because he's always working and going to school, get his done. Yeah. But, uh, and switch everybody over and... I, I personally sign up for the no contract plans. I prefer them mm-hmm. because if I don't like it, I move and I don't have to pay shit. I take my device. Oh, you get your own phones. Else. The only reason yeah. to get a contract plan is if you're getting a new phone and you want to spread the payments out. Right. See, I just, oh, I, I'm so. just like, I, I took that lead off of Barry or mm-hmm. off of Barty. Yeah. Save up your pennies and just buy the damn thing yeah. outright. Now, I always buy a used phone mm-hmm. and they're like, well, yeah, but somebody else had it. So fucking what? If everything works, I don't care. Yeah. Well, it may have, and I, I was saying to somebody else, uh, buddy of mine, well, what happens, you know, if there's a little bit of a, you know, the scratch on the on the back? And I said, <laughs> what's the first What's the first thing you do with a, with a smartphone as soon as you take it out of the box? You first turn it on, wipe it down, and put it into the brand new case that protects it. Yeah. I'll never see the back. I yeah. never see the sides. Yeah. I only see the front glass. So I don't care what color a phone is either. I, I, Neither I, do I. I get I get <laughs> black if I can. But right, but if know. they say all we have is rose gold, that's yeah, fine. Fine. I, I put, put it in, in a, a black case. Anyway. case. <laughs> I put it in a black case anyway. I don't care. Yeah. And uh, so, but no, mine is uh, mine's black. It's, no, it's the silver one. Mm-hmm. So it's got the black face on it, and I'm like, cool. and it's said, you know, uh, God, I absolutely love it. Absolutely. Couldn't be happier. Great. That's fantastic. So See. that, and the only other thing I have to add for Geek Corners, actually I mentioned put it in a case, mm-hmm. went ahead and pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. And again, I've had other cases, and one or, one or two of the other brands were pretty damn good. Like when I had my Galaxy S5, mm-hmm. what I went through, the, well, I call it my experimental phase. I know Michael, he, he dropped his head down and went, I can't believe he, he went and tried an Android. No. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, uh, I. You almost it. find your own path. For me, yeah. it's iPhone. But yeah. I, I, I am not anti Android. Don't don't get me wrong there. <laughs> I, I, and I'm right there with you. I think Androids have a ton to offer. I just found that I really liked what iPhone had. More, but I had to try Android before I could make my mind up that I liked the Apple atmosphere, you know, the ecosphere of Apple. So, but what I did do is, of course, when you get a new phone coming, what do you need? A case. So, did that research, pulled the trigger, and I, uh, Michael, you made me laugh, especially with your story how 
you know, unfortunately, Mark's seven plus ended up in the snow. Uh, and I was thinking about, well, I'm paying a lot of dough for this phone. I do, and I know, and Barry, especially, we both know, I beat the shit out of everything oh, yeah. I have. I work it to the very edge of what it's designed to work at. And then sometimes I even push it beyond. And I don't do it on purpose. It's just, you know. So I went and got a Mophie uh, H2 Pro battery case for the mm-hmm. iPhone 6. It's completely waterproof and submersible. Mm-hmm. That, uh, and so it's like, and drop proof. I think it, it's either four or six feet completely drop proof. But it also has a built-in screen protector. So it's on top of the screen of the phone. Okay. Um, so, so does that make the phone also waterproof? 100% waterproof. Okay. I was just curious because, yeah, the iPhone 6 is not waterproof. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's it's yeah. it's not waterproof at all. Yeah. Um, there, although there are some people who put it in a bucket of water and said, look, it comes off fine, Will. Yeah, I wouldn't gets do that. It. No, I wouldn't either. It's like still, <laughs> even as old as the 6 and 6S's six are, you're still dropping 35 to 45 uh, you know, three and a half to buy the damn thing. Not only that, but they've got that little plastic that uh, turns pink inside all the, like, the... the yeah. The, if exposed the, to moisture. Yeah, that it was exposed to moisture. So if you take it and said, my phone's not working, they'll say, this is exposed to moisture, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I went with this yeah. case, and, and as my beautiful bride said... Well, you got a Mophie, and I absolutely love it. Does bulk up the phone because it had the battery is an yep. extra one hundred percent, a little bit. But but uh, and the sixes, unlike the six S, they are known as battery drainers. Mm-hmm. I mean, big time. So well, I, I got to tell you, I I I did the iPhone six for two years without an extra b- a battery on it, and I I would say those people are bullshit. And you know how much I use the phone and how many apps I had on it. Yeah, and didn't I, you have a plus though? I oh, oh that's you right. The, you, I'm that's sorry. right. I had Yours an was the plus. Six plus. Yes, different yeah. battery, okay. different setup. Yes, you're the, right. The I'm six sorry. is notorious. Okay. Battery drainer. Okay. I always and mix they, them up. Sorry. Right, and they yeah. fixed the problem with the six S, and they had already had it with the six plus. Already yeah. had the better setup. It was just the six, the iPhone six itself is, it would just suck the battery down in four and a half hours. Mm. And which drives you crazy yeah. with moderate use. Yeah. So I'm like, and I always put Mophie cases on anyway. So yeah. uh, it's, uh, yeah, so I got the H2, uh, it's called the H2 Pro. And it has a little plug for the speaker port and plug over the uh, mic. Yeah, the only thing that kind of sucks, which is the same, is micro SD for the charging cord rather than being able to use the lightning cord yeah. on it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's awesome, awesome, awesome case. I mean, I actually took the phone in the shower and was listening to podcasts. <laughs> with the water beating on it. Uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 what I got as far as a contribution okay. for the old geek corner. All right. Well, I got uh, I've got one app to talk about, and actually, it's not more than just an app. It's actually a, a web browser that can be found, I believe, for all uh, phone type devices, and also for. Um, uh, PCs and laptops, and it's called uh, the Brave Web Browser, which is based off the Chromium uh, web browser, which is you know basically what it's the free version of Chrome, although Chrome mm-hmm. is free too. But you know the, the, they 
they work hand in hand. I guess it's anyway. Um, the nice thing about this is it's got built-in ad uh, uh, rejection. Um, oh, ad blocker. Ad, ad blocking. And uh, so now, the, their theory behind this is what they've set up is um, you can set it up to block ads, but then there's an also a voluntary thing that you can sign up for and and make micro payments and uh, or some kind of payment plan and then what they do is they take what they collect from people and they divvy that out to the different sites that depend on advertising for for you know to make a living mm -hmm. on these things and and so um their idea here is look either you can just take the ads or you can do this, and then they'll make money anyway, uh, based on. Um, and that they do. Uh, I, I don't know whether they pay attention or not uh, to where you browse or not. I don't think so, actually. I think what they do is they just uh, they pay it out to. I don't know how they figure out who they pay it out to, um, but uh, but you don't have to be part of that. So right now, uh, I'm not part of that micro payment thing. Um, but I did, I did download the Brave web uh, browser for both my Mac and the, uh, Galaxy 7, and, uh, it's pretty neat, and it does block ads, <laughs> and it's, it's quick, it's fast, it, it downloads a hell of a lot faster than most, I think mainly because they're blocking ads, so they don't have to render them, um, so, uh. It's it's worth a try and see what uh, you think about it, but uh, you know, go check your various places to download, um, and just type in Brave Web Browser, and uh, you can download it and try it out. Right now, it's my default browser on my uh, G my my Galaxy S7, mm -hmm. and uh, so far, I'm liking it, and um, it's it's doing a good job. So that's my app. For, cool. for this week, let's suggest. Okay, Michael. Yeah, I really didn't know where to put this one. This could have been here or Days of Our Lives or Entertainment. But mm -hmm. uh, um, one thing, and I, I know Jason can really relate to this, that I've been living in hospitals and ICUs and rehab facilities and, and uh, spending a ton of time uh, at these places and sometimes, you know, just sitting there. And, uh, one thing I've noticed, uh, with Pokemon go, cause I'm you know, looking for something to do. Don't want to leave. You know, as soon as I get up and do something, then, uh, my mom would wake up or, or something would happen or there'd be a test or something. Um, but one thing I've noticed is that, uh, Pokemon go seems to have, uh, um, gathered their Pokemon around health facilities. Oh, yeah. So, and, you know, <laughs> when I'm away from the hospital, if I sit and just continue to gather materials, uh, Pokeballs and such, um, I uh, generally have plenty of things to catch while I was sitting at the hospital or <laughs> sitting at the rehab facility or whatever. Yeah. So much so that, uh, although, you know, it, I've had a lot of time to play the game while I'm sitting um, I've gotten myself up to level 28. Wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually have a, a, a credible, uh, level to compete with against my sons. So uh, it's kind of, 
Do you go in the into meantime, the, uh, whatever they call them, the dojos or whatever, and, and do battle? Oh, the, yeah, I, I occasionally, yeah, the, uh, the gyms, there we go. Gyms, okay, yeah. 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 Um, that's something that turns over pretty quick, but when, when I'm back in Woodstock, uh, there's a lot of them around, and some of them are low enough level that it, I, I've definitely got the inventory now to go after them, but if, if the gyms are a high enough level, you can sit there for 20, 25 minutes to take one over. Hmm. I don't have that kind of time. But if I see one is a low enough level, I, I guess I, I have the arsenal to go after them. And the big thing there is you can actually get coins free from the gyms. So the more gyms you own, if you own them for 20 hours, you get coins. Yeah. So you don't have to buy any, you know, which, of course, if it's free, it's me. Although Pokemon, I've enjoyed enough that I've actually bought coins from time to time because I like to support software that I actually like playing. Yeah. Right. So over the last three months, I have played a ton of Pokemon Go. I still continue to um, keep the harbor uh, blue. You know, don't want the harbor to go green in Ingress. <laughs> I was wondering about that. But uh, I'm sorry. I was wondering about Ingress. If it, 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 has it evolved? Has it changed? Anybody just all doing it? They've had. You know, I mean, I mean, there's certainly less people playing it, but it's still a very active uh, yeah. group out there. And uh, Mark. He's up at like 780 days on his guardian, something like that. <laughs> he's got to be. He's got to be getting close to a record. He's, wow! He should, have, he should have a special award for that. <laughs> and I'm up around 650 at this. Point. Yeah. So it's and and I've gotten to the point now where I, there's some mutual respect because and there there was a shard coming through the area and I'm not going to go into the whole gameplay of what a shard is. Joel, but your microphone. It, 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 so- Oh, sorry. It focused a lot there of attention uh, from the surrounding community, you know, yeah. for up into Canada and stuff at Copper Harbor because there's this big important piece here. And they sent a, a heavy-duty enlightened enforcer to deal with this. And, of course, I wasn't around to really deal with it. But despite the fact that he laid waste to most of the town, mm-hmm. he did not touch our guardians. Oh, nice. Now, mine he would have had a hard time getting to. But uh, uh, I know this particular person carries a sat phone. Oh, really? So he could, yeah, he actually has access to a sat phone. So he could have taken, he could have taken Mark's guardian out. Uh, but out of mutual respect, he's like, well, I don't need to do this for the gameplay, so I'm not going to do it. So nice. I, I consider that guy a class act. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, Rel, kudos to you. <laughs> he's known as the Relinator. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll even okay. Cool. As, I, as I said, he's a class act. He's he's a he's a level sixteen player. He's a big guy. Yeah. But uh, um, and I'm still you know every two three weeks I check in at Clash of Clans and see what I need to change. That's funny. On the cop button there. I'm abs- absolutely playing no games lately. I haven't even been checking in on Ingress at all. I know it's still quite active around here. Um, I haven't even turned the game on to see what color Jaffrey is because they were there was quite the enlightened uh, push uh, to, uh, with uh, getting people to, on their team and stuff like that. So not sure how it is. Maybe I should turn it on and, and see what's going on, or or at least go look at the Intel map. <laughs> <laughs> so. And they've started adding things. I don't know. I haven't read up on it, but I guess apparently now you can purchase things. And that turns me yeah, off. Yeah, there's on a the game. store. I, I don't do that, but yeah. 
So uh, as soon as they they were hinting at that when I was playing, I said, boy, I'll tell you, if they bring a store in where people can go spend real money to get stuff and then just come and lay waste to your, your, uh, your, your uh, which we'll call it, um, I said, that's it. I'm, I'm out because I'm not spending money. You know, I'm not spending hard-earned money on fake things. <laughs> you know, it doesn't work that way for me. So, anyway. So, okay. Well, I guess that does it for Geek's Corner. So, let's get down to the Bland Tour. another late night QRM edition of the Bland Tour. I'm Joel, one of your hosts, and we have a few stories and updates for you folks to hear. Michael, take it away. Okay, well, as you all know, I've been uh, away from home most of this year. So coming back to see what's what, um, the Jeep, David's Jeep. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Somebody God, you got me sleeping. Sorry, I was looking at laptops on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> well, David's Jeep was supposed to be more or less sidelined for a little bit because it needed tires. Um, and uh, my being gone most of this year with uh, the other vehicle, which we'll get into in a bit, um, has kind of brought it back into use more than I had meant it to be. Uh, up until the point where... Uh, Mark came into the road to the road to Saskatchewan toy boat toy boat a little too hot and this is on coffee folks um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> met a snowbank nice and hard Ooh. Uh, attempting to remove part of the left quarter panel up front ouch so yeah well you know, every, everything bolts onto a jeep so Chris did a great job with uh, um, uh, duct tape and bungee cords to hold <laughs> the, the, the fender stuff on to the, the front of the, the Jeep there. But uh, got back from this trip and I said, I got this, you know, Mark's like, and he, Mark's driving this to school and back. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, the tires are, oh no, he only does it when there isn't snow on the road. And I'm like, well, that limits his repertoire a little bit. But uh, this time of year, there is this thing they call pavement that's showing up from time to time. Uh, <laughs> What's that but, like? Uh, 
Barry yeah, and I've seen it once. We took a picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, so Mark goes, yeah, Dad, it's, there's, it's, it's, it's got the shake at 60 again. I'm like, what do you mean it's got a shake at 60? You mean like a shimmy? He's like, yeah. I said, like, side to side? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap. Don't tell me the death wobble's back. <laughs> I'd spent like $1,700 tearing that front axle out and completely rebuilding everything. And he said, yeah, and it's got a noise and low gear, too. And I'm like, all right. So I get in it for a test drive yesterday because it was the first time I really had a chance to, to get into it. And I start pulling out, and the noise they're talking about in first gear is actually the idler pulley on the serpentine belt. Nah, no big deal. It's yeah. Good. But I get on the road, and holy cow, five miles an hour, the whole car is like, whoop, 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 like, it's been sitting long, and the tires are just cold, and so I get up to speed a little bit more. Now it's whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> and there's my new ringtone. So I pull it over and I look at it. I can clearly see the steel belts on the edges of three tires. Oh, shit. (laughs) Holy crap. To the point where the tires are actually deforming. They're no longer round. Side to side, they're not round anymore. I carefully fully drive it back. I said, this vehicle is quarantined. And as soon as Mark got home from school, I said, go out and take a close look at the Jeep. Next time something feels funny, look at the tires. Because mm-hmm. you've been driving at almost highway speeds on steel belts that are fraying and coming apart. Oh, God, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. The Jeep is uh, sidelined, and this week it will get new shoes. Yeah. Wow. It, it's been in the plan all along, but it wasn't supposed to be being driven. So <laughs> right. Just, is this normal wear and tear on those tires because they were old, or was this because. Yeah, they're okay. Old. They're old. Um, okay. They were old when I got the Jeep, yeah. but they still had some tread on them, and it was four wheel drive, so we didn't worry about it. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's it went right through the rest wow. of the rubber and steel belts. Yeah. So, lesson learned there, and nobody got hurt. Well, other than the front of the Jeep when he tried to come in too hot for runway. <laughs> 260 or something. I actually have to go on and take a compass reading and tell you what the what the compass reading is on the road to Saskatchewan. But uh, that was back when the snow was still four to six feet deep, and he buried it. So, there's actually also a possibility, possibility that that whoopty whoopty is... Uh, a bent component up front too. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely pulling to the right. Yeah. But until it's got some tires on there, we'll get some tires and we'll just send it right to the uh, wheel alignment shop and see what they say. And hopefully there isn't a hub bent or something. Right, it's, right. It's getting more more expensive as we go here. Needs to go see was, the whoopity whoop doctor. Yep, yep. <laughs> Needs to go see the Jeep doctor. I was going to say, what about stealing the tires off the black Jeep? I mean, that one's grounded oh. permanently. Well, it's not permanently, but those tires weren't. No, that was uh, that was Dad's vehicle. Where do you think got the maintenance last? Yeah, good point. That was a good point. <laughs> Dad's vehicle is like I can make this last a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm taking unless it's uh, major components. Yes, I've been taking major components off of Dad's Jeep and putting them on David's Jeep because they fit doors, right. headlight frames, you know, things like that. So. Right. Dad's Jeep's held together with packing tape and duct tape. 
<laughs> some dental floss. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I'll put a new engine in it, and then I'll just. You know, so there's nothing you can't replace on a Jeep. So when right. it comes to that time, it it will live again. But the other issue that came up, it's not even a holiday, but uh, the reason why I'm here, the family truckster. So I just get done dealing with the dad, the Jeep's got a noise, and uh, Chris and I go to head to town, and she goes, oh, by the way, the truck's got a noise. And I'm like, oh! Uh. <laughs> and she starts to pull out of the driveway and make a hard left turn. I hear this, eerie, and I'm like, okay, there's, stop. There's my text messaging. <laughs> <laughs> text alert. <laughs> And I have her keep it in the hard left turn. I just have her rock it back and forth a little bit. And I go out front and look underneath the, the truck. And sure enough, there doesn't seem to be any bearings left in the left front U-joint. Ah. Um, the axle left tire. The one thing about that Cummins diesel engine is that it just, I mean, U-joints uh, are fuses. I have replaced every single U-joint in that truck at least twice. Hmm. Yep. Choose through them. Yeah, it lasts a lot longer. Now once I could put ones that you could actually lube. The permanently lubed ones, they, they didn't last long at all. Really? But, uh, the ones with Zerk fittings on them, uh, they last a whole lot longer. Yes. Oh, yeah. So um, we had uh, our, our, our friendly mechanic look at that, and he goes, yep, yep. Unfortunately, I can't get to it until after the weekend. And no, I would not go down the the road at interstate speeds with that left front one. If it decided to completely let loose, that would be bad. Right. So, so she's nursing the truck around town. And for that, I don't think there's any issues, but, uh, um, yeah. So that's about it. Other than just because I want to hear it, the tractor. Oh, wait a minute. Thank you. Tractor's running fine. I just wanted to hear the theme song. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's nice to know that the, the, the beastly Bolins is doing, is chewing through snow like it's snow. <laughs> Moving on. So, <laughs> uh, let's see here. What the next one is me. So, I want to find a piece of wood here. Hold on. There we go. Knock on wood. Uh, everything's running the same as it was since the last show. So what was running is running good, <laughs> i.e. Debbie's Jeep with its new name, official now, Chewbacca. I hope that's yeah. the right one because you sent me a link and yep. I didn't, well... 
I tried to answer you back on Signal. Long story short, um, I couldn't. So I ended up wiping out Signal and reloading it, thinking it was a problem on my side. I think it was actually a problem on your side with yeah. your new iPhone. And yeah. uh, uh, I still didn't get it, and I lost the link. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll resend you the link. Because there's actually a, a a different bumper song out there that okay, like, this one was yeah. Chewbacca's theme, so that's where I grabbed it from. Uh, so the reason why Debbie's uh, Jeep is Chewbacca yeah. is uh, we were going. Oh, uh, here's here's a shocker for you to another doctor's appointment for Joel, <laughs> <laughs> and cutting the wheel all the way had to, like really cut the wheel, you know, hit to the bump stop. To the left to try and get out of a spot, and uh, I heard that, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I'm what the hell? And she's like, "Oh yeah, it made that noise when I was backing out at work, and it made that kind of oh noise." And I said, "That's power steering." I said it might be low on power steering fluid, but it, because it doesn't just make that that you know whine, it sounded like a growl, just like Chewbacca. <laughs> and she so she said. Yeah, that's what I heard the noise. And she said, so I decided it was, its name was Chewbacca. Because it makes that oh, oh, noise when you hit the, the the bump stops all the way to the left. Or if you cut the wheel all the way to the yeah, right. I know what it. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and I said, Chewbacca, cool. I said, I got to send this to Barry. Send him a link because I found the bumper, okay. a perfect song. And right. uh, that's, that's, plus, that's it right there. So uh, Chewbacca, uh, my jeeps uh, in the shop still because there was no rush on it it's not like it can go anywhere really yeah. um when i get the, that uh when i get my jeep out and we start to get acquainted with one another i'll find out what, what its, its name, name is. is yeah <laughs> Close. so yeah so that's everything i get for uh, i think for the bland tour okay so let's get right into entertainment last month <laughs> Welcome to Entertainment Last Month, where we talk about things that are, uh, well, they're not new to you, but they're new to us. <laughs> so, uh, boy, looks like it's a one-man show this week. Unless, yeah, it does. <laughs> I guess I've been, uh, my boring life, I've been watching a lot of things and marathoning <laughs> a lot of things, as you can tell. So, my first one up, um, I have to recommend, uh, if you have net Netflix... Um, there's a Netflix uh, series called Stranger Things, and I, you know, I saw the ads for it, and I said, eh, I don't know whether I'd like that. And then one of my friends at work said, Oh no, you'll like it. It gets it gets good. And she says, In the very beginning, it's kind of like a modern day Goonies, because mm -hmm. in the beginning, it's it's still it's based on kids throughout. But she says. If you get into it, you know, adults get more involved and everything, and it, and it turns into a, you know, pretty good show. And I gotta say, I started watching it, and uh, she 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 nailed it. Um, at first, it's about the kids, but uh, 
then it goes on and it gets better, better, and you and you're going, okay, I got I got to watch the next one. Okay, I got to watch the next one because I I got to know what happened, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it it does grab you and it brings you along, and I thought it was good entertainment. It kept my attention all the way through it. Um, it's it's good for the kids. It's good for parents. Um, and it's kind of of that Goonies type scare scary thing but uh mm -hmm. a bit a bit of sci-fi in it and uh highly recommend it so stranger things on uh and this was just season one so um i don't know what they're going to do for season two because season one i will tell you kind of ends i mean it tells the story from beginning to end with no cliffhangers so season two i don't know what they're going to do but season one was great the next one, if you have Amazon, and I've been putting this off and putting this off, but my wife watched this Amazon um, uh, uh, show, uh, and I tried to watch it once, and the first one I found a little dry, and I actually fell asleep during it, so I put it off. And she goes, no, you ought to give it another try, and I'm talking about The Man in the High Castle. So I gave it another try, uh, and I was rested so i was well awake so i wouldn't fall asleep in the middle of it and i gotta tell you after uh the first two episodes i got into episode three and i was pretty much hooked and again it's one of those ones you want a marathon okay what's going to go next what's going on next what's going on next and of course that's based on a book but mm -hmm. um each episode has so many twists and turns and you know you, you, you're going along and all of a sudden the plot makes a left a 90 degree left turn or something uh, or one of the little plots does but meanwhile there's other plots going it's like where the hell's this going you know and, and then and then they they somehow merge some of those left left uh, and right uh, 90 degree turns back together into the storyline and stuff like that but it's uh it's basically about talks about it's an alternate universe where uh the Nazi Germany and the Japanese win World War Two, and they kind of split the United States and Canada up into the 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 Japanese have the West Coast, uh, uh, the Germans have the East Coast through the Plain States, and then there's this um, no man's land kind of along the Rocky Mountains, uh, and uh, but it's it's very good. And I recommend it. I don't want to spoil anything by telling you things about it, but it does deal with alternate universes. And and uh, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. I, I marathoned, I think it's had, it's, it's had two seasons so far. So I watched the first season. I watched them four shows at a time. Uh, and uh, so um, they're good to marathon. And the only thing I and I hate about when you marathon shows like that is you really get sick and tired of uh, the theme song after a while. <laughs> but I hear one of them, I don't know whether it's Netflix or Amazon or somebody's going to work on a, a process where if you're marathoning them, they'll cut out the theme song in the beginning so it'll, it'll just go flow from one episode to the other. You yeah, know? Netflix is going to do that. Is it, is it Netflix that's working on that? Because... Uh, yeah, I got tired of hearing Edelweiss on uh, <laughs> this one in particular. But uh, excellent show. Um, highly recommend it if you haven't, haven't caught it. And uh, with the new setup, 
uh, on the over-the-air channels, I'm getting um, some other um, extra channels that are on the sub-digital channels of, of these. Uh, so um, I get about, I think, 25 to 30 stations over the air. Uh, that includes all the sub-channels. So, you know, you got like Channel 4 in Boston, and then you got you got the primary channel and two sub-channels where they play other networks and things like that. And one of them is called Decades. And Decades, I've discovered last night, they were playing old runs of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, which is a show I grew up with as a kid, and absolutely one of my favorite shows at the time. And so I really enjoyed watching Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, which I haven't seen in forever. And uh, and actually, Channel 50, which is going away, but one of their sub-channels was actually playing old Johnny Carson Tonight Show's The Full. And, and this one was a 90-minute version. Remember when The Tonight Show was 90 minutes? Yeah, probably most of you don't, but... <laughs> and so that was fun to watch too and then finally i added this one at the last minute because tonight when we we always eat dinner early on on saturdays and we usually kick it in uh, eat dinner around four o'clock and usually that's movie time so um i i had a copy of rogue one and we watched that tonight and well worth the watch yes um, it was very good. Um, I think in the beginning it was a little disjointed, but you understand it's it's the rebels and they're all over the place and they got to show you where they are all over the place because they're kind of dispersed and spread out. So mm -hmm. you know, they're, my wife says this is a little disjointed right now. I said, yeah, yeah, but let's let's go. And but then it came together, and I got to say there are a lot of pew pew guns throughout it you know and uh you know because every gun scene is a pew 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 and of course you know lots of um <clears throat> stormtroopers with the white suits that absolutely provide no protection at all matter of fact i think it actually uh opens them up to further attacks and mm -hmm. there were some beige guys too i don't know who who are these beige guys there was a mixture of white stormtroopers and beige guys guys in beige uniforms so I don't know, yeah. but it was good and it explains everything and it's been out for a while, but I will tell you this without spoiling things. Well, yeah, I hopefully I won't spoil things, but remember this was a side story about how they got the plans for the Death Star into the hands of the rebels and, right. uh, um, so you know, this story ain't going anywhere else, right? Because it ends with them handing them off to Princess Leia, or the plans off to Princess Leia, and we, of course we know where it goes from there. So, um, don't expect any future Rogue Ones, uh, at least of this storyline, <laughs> to come out. And they mm -hmm. pretty made well made sure that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay, yeah. So um, you can take whatever you want from that, but uh, uh, I think the the best character in this movie was the robot K something I forget what his name was, but uh, big tall robot. He had the best lines and he was the funniest thing. Um, so uh, and uh, yeah, we won't be seeing him again either. Uh, but uh, um, 
I I recommend it. It was great. It, you know, it's in the it's what the heck? It's in the Star Wars universe, and mm-hmm. it it followed that and um, good action. Good, yeah. It was fun. It was a, it was a fun movie to watch. So highly recommend it. And uh, let's see, was there anything else? No, I don't think so. Unless you guys got anything else to add to entertainment last month. Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm still watching the expanse, which is just oh, phenomenally yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I got one. Uh, I got to catch up on one. One came in and colony. I, I'm watching colony too. I, and, yep, yep. Yep. I started, I started watching those off your recommendation. Yeah. So, but, uh, okay. No. Um, well, I think that's going to do it then. We're, we're, we're at our normal mark. Actually, this is kind of a short show. It'll be, yeah, we're early. <laughs> It'll only be for us. <laughs> it'll be about two hours, I think. <laughs> yep. So, uh, well, uh, we do have a musical guest tonight. It's uh, um, number eighteen uh, from uh, March nineteen seventy-seven, uh, Hot One Hundred. Um, and the reason why I picked this song is because I I just couldn't bear to play the number one song at that time uh, because it was. Uh, uh, well, it was a uh, a Barbara Streisand song, so <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna play Barbara Streisand on this. <laughs> well, thank you for that. <laughs> but the number eighteen uh, song uh, during that week was uh, the Eagles and their song "Hotel California." So that is, the Eagles are our musical guest tonight, and uh, like we say every week uh, or every show, we want to thank the military people out there, both CONUS and OCONUS. Please stay safe, especially you OCONUS guys, um, and uh, we hope you get home to your family and friends real soon. Until then, we'll keep the home fires burning for you. So that'll do it for 232. Mm. Come on. Anybody? Palladromic wonder. Wonder. <laughs> uh, Two thirty-three coming up. Uh, until then, uh, from the Monadnock region and beautiful Southwest New Hampshire, I'm Barry J. And from South Central New Hampshire, this is Joel. And from the Baymont Inn on Oneida in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where the hotel Wi-Fi has held up pretty well up until now. This is Michael, the virtual Uber. Okay, that's it. And here are the Eagles.
said We are all just prisoners here Of our own device And in the master's chambers They gathered for the feast They stab it with their stealing eyes But they just can't Samson, speak! Good boy.